giving a special shout out to my mom Ashe to her yesterday was her birthday and she has been gone for two years and still hard for me to believe that she's no longer here my mom and I we had some real love we had some real lessons some real growth and I am forever grateful to have been her daughter. We had some really beautiful times together. So I shade of my mom. It definitely brings me comfort to know she over there in the ancestor realm, kicking ass and taking names for anybody that would dare darken the doorstep right here. Alright? Yeah. <laughs> also, it is Thursday, fam, and all about that fire for justice ritual. We definitely want to make sure that we're lighting these candles on Thursday. We need justice in this world, in these streets, in this life. And so definitely light them up on Thursday. Y'all know I forgot that shit last week. Meanwhile, I'm telling everybody, and I forgot. But I'm on it today, though, <laughs> and I'm back on point. We got a full moon that's coming up this Saturday, y'all. A full moon in Libra. Libra's that energy about that justice, that harmony, balance, and setting the record straight and making shit right out here in these streets. And all about what needs to happen, this right now, today, these few days that's leading up to this full moon, while that energy is building to full capacity, this is the time for us to be setting our most powerful intentions because this energy will definitely be supporting that. Then when the full moon gets here, that's when that moon gets to its fullest energy and then starts to wane. What do we need to let go of? What do we need to release? What needs to happen? This right now is a powerful time to get with that air energy, that fiery Aries energy we are in right now. People getting motivated to get shit done, getting these gardens together. That full moon, of course, we know that moon is all about that water energy. And this would definitely be a powerful time for us to get those spiritual baths on points, light us up some candles and incense and everything. And whatever it is that you do, definitely, let's get it going and everything. So I have the priestess here. I'm so excited, y'all, to introduce this very special guest that is coming on today to empower us with some insight and wisdom and light out here. She is live and direct. I wanted to stop and ask you quickly, do you got anything for this full moon going on right now? 
Peace and oh, light. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Peace and light to you too. And I shed. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> always. I, I never stop, um, you know, going and aligning myself with the cycles of moon, full moon, no moon, waxing, waning moon. Mm. All of those things just allow us to learn more about ourselves. Mm. And so um, when you follow the cycles of the moon, the earth, the planets, and the stars, you can't be anything else but, you know, blessed. Absolutely. <laughs> blessed more blessed. And so, yes, I will be doing my rituals. Okay. I will be releasing everything, anything that is not serving me, my family, and all those that I love. Yes. I put out my protection. Okay. Around. Yes, yeah, yes. Put my protection down <laughs> for the month. You can't have enough protection. Yeah. It's all harm, ill will. Yeah. And even that harm and ill will that we bring to ourselves that we don't mean to bring to ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I sure will. And I will be lighting that candle. I know that's real. All right now. See, yes, yes. And I'm glad you brought that up about us bringing that ill will within ourselves. That's all within the mind. And this energy, that Libra energy is air and air deals with that mental as well. So, yeah, this is definitely a powerful time for that. I wanted to get in before you introduce because I want you to introduce yourself before we really get deep into what's going on but I wanted to really talk about this sound healing thing and really how healing this is I cannot I'm super excited for you to bring this in I've been inspired because I was working with seven secrets of sound healing with Jonathan Goldman and this was some work that just really inspired me to start working with sound healing energy and everything. And when I heard your voice on the remix, that was some next level stuff. It was some vibration raising. <laughs> some, I'm telling you, and I, I mean some healing, some demon casting out type of energy we had going on right there. And so I really want to tell you, family, that this right here is one powerful priestess that's coming to bless us with some definite insight and wisdom and some healing with her amazing gift. The gift is what they, the gift is what she was named. Not because this is who she calling herself, y'all. Let's not get it twisted. She didn't just come and crown herself. This was a name that was declared upon her. And I'm so excited to bring her in. Please tell us who you are, what this is. Well, you you told them who you are. Tell us what you're about and tell us what this is. Yes, I am the gift. So many, so many layers, so many layers. And so, you know, I always say that when I pray, I pray. Every single day. So I also work with kids and I work with, um, you know, pregnant women or birthing parents. And so um, I've just, that's been my calling. You know, I, all my whole life, all I've just been doing is working with kids and just feeling and inspiring. And it's, and it's really a joy. So, yes, I got my name as a gift when I was, you know, 18, 17, somewhere in there, you know, I didn't really know the true meaning. I was, I didn't come into myself yet, but you know, you reminded me of something just a second ago. 
I used to think my voice was like so much, you know, <laughs> at one point in time. Wow. You know, like when I was growing up, um, everybody wanted to hear it. But then like, I don't know, like, oh, it's so, it's so loud. It's so, now I'm just not realizing, you just, you just made me realize something. It's because it was really getting them on a whole other different level. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And they may not have been ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I used to, when I had to sing, um, I would sing in talent shows in college. This is funny, but I used to, um, like, to my boyfriend, I know all the, all the little fans who, I used to be like, let me go ahead and just do this for y'all. And just a group of, like, you know, boys follow me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's to them. <laughs> you know, I didn't know. That's I didn't right. know it was, like, on that level until I came into, you know, um, this work of just stepping into my priestessness, you know, yes. <laughs> of, of really understanding that I have a, um, I, I have an agreement that I'm here to live out. Mm. And so I take it very seriously to continue to become better and to uh, be my highest self. So yes, I'll be happy to share with you the gift. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. Oh my goodness. Y'all, I am super excited. Please, whenever you're ready, we definitely yes. would love right. to get just a taste so, of this. Okay, so if you all would like to um, just kind of get in a comfortable, you know, we can be seated is a little bit better when we're trying to do this uh, breathing exercise. And, you know, pre-priestess, I have to say thank you because you were one that actually um, encouraged me to
Wow. That right there was next level. I'm going to tell you what I wish. I wish that I would have had this when I was working. So right before I pulled up, I would have been able to take a little bit of time to really collect myself and really get myself grounded and in the flow before I started taking off for the day. I'm here to tell you. Okay, I want to make sure I can hear you. Okay, I was about to say I wasn't picking up any sound. Gotcha. So, yeah, if, if this right here is a powerful tool when you are on the go, when you are about to prepare, let's say you're going to court or any other situation, you got those two minutes, that's a bathroom break, y'all. And really get yourself centered, focused. And bring that healing energy into yourself. What a powerful tool right here. A powerful tool. An energetic smudge right here, y'all. This right here is some dope shit to get. Where can we get us one of these? I need this in my life still. <laughs> so, currently, I don't have it out there for sale. Okay. I've just been blessing people. I've just been giving it to them. You know, I don't know if you guys know Respire, but some people I can, you know, I give it for a longer length of time and it'll just disappear. Mm. And then some, you know, I can give it to you to keep on, you know, your computer or your phone or wherever, mm. your Google Drive. But I haven't put it all together. I have maybe about four or five songs right now that I've recorded. So I just, I'm just going to wait until I can get a solid album together of different songs with different vibrations for different reasons so yes i i have one that's like 12 minutes long wow. so it just matters on what you need wow so, um i play different different songs for different purposes that um, is phenomenal wow yeah. wow wow well i'm gonna tell you something we'll stay tuned because okay. I'm definitely looking forward um, to that. I know that you have been gifting people with those, which is awesome. But this right here is such a contribution that there has to be an exchange for this. Absolutely. There has absolutely. to be. Yes. <laughs> um, I might need to just learn how to do one track at a time. <laughs> track to one. Absolutely. Absolutely. That. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like I said, you always have a platform here. So whenever you're ready to really share that whole gift with the world, we are here for it. <laughs> absolutely. I am definitely here for it. I wanted to move on to our next segment, the signs and symbols, because I'm telling you, I'm super excited. We're talking about the locus of control today. And yesterday when I was in class, it is funny how these things begin to come into alignment because we started talking about religion and spirituality. And I see a connection with the discussion that we was having and on the locus of control because this is all about our perception about the causes of events that are in our life and religion and spirituality kind of shapes our perceptions. 
So let me make sure that I'm clear because I had to, I, I got to make sure that I'm checking in because this show is really for those individuals that are spiritually expansive, right? And so we really want to empower us all to live authentically and confidently here. And so the internal locus, the external locus are some things that we really need to distinguish so that we can really start seeing some victory in our lives. Now, I brought this priestess here when I was talking to her and she was giving her perspective on the locus of control and the work that she does with that. I knew that I had to bring her on. <laughs> and for this discussion, please, sis, tell us, what does this locus of control look like for you? Okay, so the one thing I did not tell you all is that I am a principal. I'm a school principal. Right. Yes, this is a topic, a subject that I um, talk to many people about and I use every single day. But absolutely right. It is about what is your perception. So for me, my perception of how my world works is that I manifest what I need. I manifest everything around me. So therefore, what comes to me, it has to be either something that is a lesson for me to learn from, or there is a silver lining that I need to see. There, there is, there's a purpose and a reason for it. So when I think about the locus of control, you know, sometimes, and we're, we're talking about getting out of situations where you feel like there is just nowhere else to go. Like there's not, this is the worst it can get, or this is, doesn't look so good for me. Well, what's your locus of control in that situation? You have to look for those silver, silver lining. You have to look for those win-wins. What can I control now? Right, so that's like the external part. Okay, um, something may not be looking so great. I have options, I have choices. Some may not be the choices that you may want to take because you may not understand the risk or there may be fear or hesitation behind it. But sometimes you need to make that choice. It's in your locus of control. And you have to trust that you are provided and given everything from the universe that it will provide for you. So you can't move in fear when you make those choices that are in your locus of control. It may not be a choice that you can immediately see is the best choice for you at that point in time. Because if you are in alignment, you know that everything is going to work out and that you are walking the path that you are supposed to walk. So even if the path looks a little bit shaky or you're not sure, you have to tap into your locus of control. Since we're here, uh, you know, I don't know how deep we're going to go, but, but you may have to pull out your tools. You may have to talk to your spirit guides. I mean, when I talk about my locus of control, when I come into my, my job every day, I don't leave out of my house until I have put protection around myself. I thank the gods, goddesses, the wishes, the deities, my spirit guides, my ancestors, specifically my grandmas, because I know like they're, they sit with, with me. All right. And so <laughs> we're walking through that, that door together. And so that is a part of my locus of control as well. So then when the foolishness comes to my door, I know I'm not by myself. It gives me strength, it gives me power, it gives me peace. I'm not scared. 
So no one can come in and think that they're going, I'm just like, well, that's too bad for you because uh, you don't know who's sitting behind this desk. Mm -hmm. But what's in our locus of control is everything. It's how you look at the situation. So how are we going to go from this angle? Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I wanted to talk about like within us, we got this need for approval. And so we get, we end up getting fearful. I'm looking for the right words. I'm kind of searching for them of being labeled. And for me, with us, with, with me working as a priestess, with me being spiritually expansive and me really, really, I'm not going to even say trying, with me really living authentically, expressing the spiritual beliefs. Let me tell you, see, when I first got into this spiritual work, when I first began to expand on a spiritual level, I naively thought, that because I have always been on the spiritual path, I have always looked for the righteousness in life, that people would think that the information that I came across was profound. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> and so, absolutely, absolutely. And so I withdrew and got into this whole middle chatter twisted thinking of to hell with them kind of isolating and everything and when we're talking about our locus of control like there was a lot of spiritual work that I had to do in order to heal that this is what we call that kind of shadow work because I'm I'm, I really do a lot of work to help me to heal a lot of emotional wounding, right? And so like a lot of times when I'm feeling slighted, like it wounds me deeply. And so there's a lot of work that has to be done with that. It's gotten easier. But can you give us an example of how we can use this to help? in healing those relationships and instances where there may have been some emotional damage. Yes. So, you know, let's just let's start with like a situation that a lot of people probably uh, can relate to. So when you're in a relationship with a, with a significant other or something like that, and they hurt you on a deep level, and you're thinking about well, what's your locus of control. So kind of... Um, you know, you ask like two different, two different things. You ask two different things. One of how do you use that relationship? One with how do you live out your authentic self? Right. Oh, so many things are coming to me. So somebody <laughs> you're sending me some messages. I know. I get, you got to unpack that. <laughs> I will give you all a story. So my husband now, who you know, we've we've been married for way shorter than we've been together. So uh, when uh, when I met him, you know, he was listening to the remix, right? And so I would just be like, what is he listening to? Oh, my God, I don't know what this is. You know, I was programmed differently. I was, you know, grew up in the Baptist church. You don't talk about do anything like that. That's just not what you do. You don't, what are you talking about? You know, so I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to listen to 
you know, and so, but, but, I don't know, it just, sooner or later, I, I heard the call, but he would just kept, he kept on, he didn't push it on me, you know, so like, sometimes in a relationship, you want to push something on your, you have to let your partner be who they are, you can't go into a relationship thinking you're going to change them, or thinking you're going to push your beliefs on them, so if it's meant to be, you will merge into be, you know, still your two different selves, but you will come to the understanding of spirituality. So he teases me now, going, you wouldn't be who you are if I didn't know that's not true. This was my path. Absolutely. You know, so, uh, and now, uh, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. He's just like, wow, look what she became, you know, but the thing about the, somebody, somebody out there that's listening right now is talking about that with their relationship. Don't force that person they can't get on your level yet until they do what you say is to heal themselves before they can even become or walk into their spiritual path. They have to first have their eyes open that that's what it is. It was an experience that happened to me that let me know this is real. This is what I'm looking for in my life. And there was no turning back after your eyes are open. You know, so... Um, that's the one thing for the relationship. The other thing is that sometimes you can't um, you can't reveal everything about yourself to everyone. Mm. So that's the other thing about the gift. I don't want to keep talking about, it, but that's that's kind of like the symbol the symbol there. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're only going to allow someone to take one layer off of you. You have to protect yourself in that way because people can only understand as much as they understand themselves. Mm. So if they're not there, they're not gonna understand how can you actually um, be able to know what's gonna be the next step? How are you able to predict and see these things? How are you able to understand that? Because they have no understanding, no no grounds for understanding. Mm-hmm. So when you share those things like that with somebody, they think that you're crazy. Right. And then let's just talk about this world does not really open up people's minds to even thinking that's real. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know if you <laughs> saw the um, YouTube or TikTok or something. It's, it's out there on Google. Where they found a um, uh, the mermaid, uh, you know, um, in Africa. And but what? Um, no, I'm looking. Oh, let me write that down. What? Understand. 
Yeah. And so I don't even know if I answered your question all the way, but I know that. Yeah. You absolutely did. And you really touched base on a lot of the direction that I was going in because we get into this space once we start really trying to be more authentic in our expression and how we show up in this world we start to reveal all aspects of ourselves and when we do that and we see that it kind of repels folks just like the whole situation that i had going on you get wounded and you start be feeling that you were rejected but it, it seems where you were going with that is that everything isn't for everyone. We have so many people today that have decided to live their truth out loud. I congratulate and applaud them. But then when they start to get into a space where less undesired results at the end of the day. Right. So we get the girls this on Instagram and they kind of get revealing and they get a lot of likes and then they get somebody that's on there speaking real raggedy and derogatory. We get um, someone trying to offer to pay them for sexual favors. We get um, some um, there was some conversation on social media um, with uh, what is the um, Lizzo? Lizzo, yeah, where she's been wearing revealing clothes and she's been exposing herself. And what her intention is, at least from what I'm feeling, is that she's really trying to help to empower women that are overweight, that start to feel um, rejected, that start to feel insecure. And really, she's trying to help them to heal that. But then within that whole process of her trying to help in healing that, she's getting the opposite result with that. How can we take our intention that's meant for the highest and greatest good and kind of balance that out so that our expression isn't one that's so extreme that we end up giving kind of the wrong, re we, we end up getting the wrong result at the end. I mean, see, the thing with, the, the, with Lizzo, because, you know, Lizzo is somebody that I, you know, I commend for saying I'm not going to lose weight in order to be a super mega star. Mm. I'm not going to live by the box that you want me to fit into. I also think Lizzo is highly intuitive. Mm. She's not telling us that either. Mm. So, <laughs> but um, she, so she's kind of stuck in both places. She wants to do two things. I don't think that she made her true intention be that one intention. She wanted, you know, media attention for this, but she also wanted to be powerful. But it's the way that she went about it that her message was a little bit fuzzy. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. Be clear in what you are trying to communicate and then communicate that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one thing that I've learned, like if it's hard for you to get those words out or if it's hard for you to express what you want to say, be quiet. Mm -hmm. It's not meant to be heard by that person. It's not meant to be heard at that time. 
And, and like I told you all, I'm a principal, so I'm talking all the time. Sometimes I just find myself quiet. I have nothing to say, but is that everything that you wanted me to write down? I have nothing to say. But that's, I have literally, every day, like when I say rituals, that's one of my rituals. To anoint my throat chakra, and I'm saying, if it is not meant for me to speak, please, I don't want to speak any words. If it's meant for that person to hear it and it's going to actually be for the highest good, please allow me to find the words to form. And that is how I've started to navigate my world um, as a principal, because it is not it's not an easy one. Everybody glorifies a principal in the you hate school, right? So, so that's what I have to navigate. Everyone coming to me for the answers, or everybody um, coming to me because there's a problem, right? You know, so um, I have to be careful because at the same time, when I'm supposed to basically be an advocate for the teachers, I'm an advocate for the students, and really, I'm more of an advocate for the students because I, you know, take um, it as my responsibility to make sure my students are mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually safe. They don't know that, but that's what I, that's, that's why I'm there and that's why I'm in that seat. And so sometimes when people see, and I, and I live in a state, I live in Washington state, I'll just say that. So, you know, um, African-Americans, we are not nowhere, I don't know, I don't know the percentage. So I wanna say it's in the single digits. Probably. Okay. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> when they see a person, African-American woman with some rocks in her head, and you know, in you know, my office, you know, I have images of uh, black women, you know, that's for me. Those are my mantras. Yes. So they're just like, whoa, okay, we're in Wakanda here. So, okay, know, okay. Right? <laughs> and some people are like, oh, no. You know, so I have to, uh, I have, I'm telling you all, we talk about internal homes of control. I have to really make sure that that is something that I do every day so that I stay aligned mm -hmm. and that I make a decision that no matter how crazy they may come at me, like there are some people that come at me crazy. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, hmm, okay, well, this person literally just has no understanding. And I'm not judging. I'm mm -hmm. not judging. Right. But I know where I stand and I know that I intentionally keep my energy and my frequency as high as possible so that when I walk into that building that I don't have any attachments that can even attach to me unless they are on a high vibration with me. Wow. So when somebody comes, it's just like boom, 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 boom. It just bounces right off. And then I eventually get to the bottom of what they're angry at or with. And then I can go in to help them. But if I were to in, uh, react to them, and you know how they say, come down to your level, now I understand. It means lower your frequency. <laughs> um, I have lost all of my locus of control in this situation. Mm. It's done. You mm. can't even use your intuition. You're using your emotions. So how are you gonna be able to truly navigate that to the highest good? So yes, I'm telling you, um, you have to be mindful of your words, mindful of how you're using them. And I'm telling you, my rule is if I just can't figure out how to form the sentence, I go, uh, never mind, I'll, I'll um, think about it later. Just come back to me or I'll just be quiet, just be quiet, mm. you know? So 
I know that spirit work for me. Locking up my throat chopper. I'm like, I got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell, girl, that is so powerful. I need, I think I need, I, I think I need to review that over again because yeah. this right here, what you talking was a lesson that I had to learn the hard way. See, when my throat starts locking up and I get a loss for words and I'm trying to explain things to people or someone is asking me questions and intuitively, I feel that they really are not going to receive what I'm going to say. And so I know what needs to be said. But for whatever reason, my mind freezes, my throat chakra blocks. And I'm still, you know, girl, I'm still running, trying to hold up. Let me hold up. Let me give me a second. Let me think. And not realizing that this was my intuition telling me, stop, <laughs> stop. You got to meet. And, and this was this was a lesson I had to really learn the hard way because what I ended up doing was being very ineffective and in trying to explain my point of view, not just with spirituality per se, but with anything that I'm any message that I may be trying to deliver at any particular time. This right here that you just gave was a serious major key right here. Because this was one of those blocks that I used to try to fight through. See, I used to think that there was something wrong with me. That my that I just had mental freeze, that I would just go into this anxiety mode where I just couldn't think. And I'm asking spirit to help me to overcome that block. And spirit's like, fool, I'm trying to protect you. <laughs> so that right there, that's a major key right there, fam. This is a major key. Spirit is really assisting you. Those mind, those mind freeze moments is, is, is a powerful time of reflection is what they are. Yeah, and that's the reason the reason for the ritual mm. is because of the intention. So I want to make sure that the intention is not because something's trying to stop me from saying what I need to say. Mm. Right? The intention is that I need to be stopped when I need when I'm saying something I don't need to say. Mm -hmm. So now I know that when I'm locking up, that's my you know, it's like everybody has to Figure out how you are going to understand the signs and symbols that are being sent to you mm. by spirit. So that is my way of understanding when I just need to be quiet. Or go ahead and keep talking. You might be saying something pretty harsh right now. This person needs to hear it. Mm. They might be upset when they leave out of here, but when they come back, they're going to say thank you. Mm. Absolutely. Because no matter where I am, I'm doing my work. Absolutely. I never stop doing my work. And Absolutely. so, you know, that's just like, that's how I'm authentic without really showing everybody what I do. Because let me tell you the story. I'm going to get off. Stop please, please. Off. No, no. Go. Let's get it. <laughs> so, so, and I'm going to keep it in this corner. My office, uh, she, you know, if you know anything about an office, manager, they watch you. You're at school with you as long as you're at school. Like you walk out the building together and everything. They should be your right hand person, right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. the office manager, when I first got there, I would say maybe, I don't know, six months after getting there, she asked me, was I a witch? And I was like, what? She said, well, I want you. You do 
certain things and I just wanted to know like what are you and I was like well at least she knows that I'm not just normal <laughs> you know so <laughs> so you know I just told her I'm a priest so that's that is the that's how I explain it to people right when, you know other people may say killer or see or you know I just say I'm a priestess you know, so she knows that. So a lot was going on in the building this year, and I'm not going into it. A lot's going on in the school system, you all. And if mm. I can say anything mm. before I get off, you make sure you know who's in front of your kids at all times. Absolutely. Okay? They may not have a principal in the building like me that's there watching and checking and all of that. Right. You know, so... Um, they thought, well, she thought she was going to use, I don't know what, on me, mm. right? Because, you know, I'm just going to say there's like dark energies at work right now. Right. And that's why it's so important for you all to stay in the highest vibration possible. And so they're attaching to people. You know, some people are in this Bitcoin and all this and they're making this money and now they're, their whole lives are changing and they're, they're, they're changing, but it's not for the good. Mm. So, you know, um, there's, you know, just craziness going on. But she put mirrors up, little tiny mirrors up all over the school. And I'm like, now, what is this? Now, this is how I, I, I noticed the mirrors. Cause I'm like moving at work. Something real hot was hitting my third eye. Mm. And I'm like, what is going on around here? And I see a mirror. Because I told you, you're going to, once you are really in alignment, those signs and symbols, you're going to hear it. It's just, it's just going to assist you all day and every day. So I'm like, what? So I look around the school building and the outside. She had mirrors. I'm like, what is she trying to do? But so I was like, she didn't open the portal around here. That's why the school and everybody's off the chain. So I asked her about the mirrors. And she said, well, no, I'm just trying to keep all the negative energy out. And I said, well, you, that's not what you're doing. So I went on the weekend, I took my sage, I took my Florida water, I cleaned, wiped things down, took those mirrors down and closed the den portal up and I put them all under her desk. Mm. So she can have her portals in her own area. Right. But you know, what I'm saying to you all is that that's the reason why you don't always want to tell everybody who you are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because they try to use it against you even though they can't. They can't, they don't know they can't. Right. But she harmed everybody in that building. I'm telling you, I'm not kidding you. Birds were dying. Wow. Uh, rabbits were dying. You know, because people will try to use what they think is, you know, the good against you. Right. So you have to be careful. You have to be careful. But she never, she never did it again. I tell you that. Right. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's you know absolutely fascinating. To say the least, that when you when you share that with people, the potential blowback that can come with that. When we're talking about raising our frequency, it's what I know for sure, but I really want to have you really explain that to us, right? For our emotional well-being. We're coming in there, we're upset. There's some drama that's going on at home and everything. How important is it for us during those trying times 
to raise our frequency up. And if we don't, what is the potential blowback for that happening? So, there are so many reasons and ways you can raise your frequency. And I know that, you know, I'm not saying that I always live in peace and heart and love. That's, that is my focus, my goal. That is my intention, right? There are going to be times where there's going to be conflict. It matters on how you decide to react to mm. that conflict. Mm. So, you can make it worse. Or you can be the higher person and actually be the calmer person of the conflict and be able to work through it. Sometimes you have to turn the cheek and just let let whatever's going to happen, and then deal with it when you know when the other person is calm and cool. But so many ways to raise it. Um, <laughs> you know, music. Now, yes. Okay, hold hold that. You don't have to ask me that question again because this is going to take me music. But you have to be careful what music you listen to. Not question. Not all music is great for us to listen to. Right. Um, so you know how they took hip hop and they turned it into something that they used against us. Once again, using something good against us. Right. So now it's at a frequency where it keeps us in our lowest vibration in our lower chakras. You have to be in all of these chakras. You can't just stay in your low chakras. Right. Your low chakras. Right. And so listening to music that that um, bring your frequency to a higher frequency. I know for sure like you have jazz. You know, um, you can even just go on YouTube. Some people literally put the um, high frequency. There. Yes. You know, your, your, your um, singing bowl. Mm. Like you, are you just bowl? And at the end of that um, piece that I played for you, that was a singing bowl mm. to clear out all the negativity. You know, so um, dancing, singing, um, eating foods that are alive, not animals. You know, I mean, <laughs> like the greens, your fresh fruits, um, your vegetables. Uh, those are things you can do to keep yourself in a high frequency. And one that I find really being in water, okay, mm. for me. Mm. I am all oh, my, every sign in the water, so I'm just water, okay? Wow, <laughs> so, wow. Then, uh, being in the ground, being with Mother Nature. So there's a new thing that um, they're doing here, and they're called the forest baths, where you just go in the forest and you just be with the trees. Okay. <laughs> so just things like that will keep you grounded. You know, so that's another way of saying in a high frequency, grounding, tune, because then you are not so quick to be like Will Smith and get on stage and slap somebody. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! That 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 situation shocked the hell out of me because I I certainly didn't expect to see him do that. Now I checked his book out, um, the one that he just recently put out called Will. And apparently he had some stuff where he hadn't been showing up for himself. That part where he was able to show up for himself, I'm sure he got a lot of satisfaction in that. But this right here is the lowest vibration. And when we do that and how it shows up and how destructive that can be. And so today, 
And I think because, see, we, we got so many people. And let's talk about this locus of control and what they call these rituals that's out here in these streets. Now, whether or not whatever that situation with Will and Chris Rock, whether that was a humiliation ritual or however that goes, what I have observed on our television, the news, the, the, the TV shows that they're putting out that get you so emotionally spun that it lowers your frequency and then you get into a space where you're kind of open and susceptible. And so this information that you're bringing in right now, Priestess, is just so helpful and so powerful right now. And that energy clearing, the sample that you gave us there is something that is so needed in a time like this. Have you been able to observe like anything that's going on on the television, especially with the children? Now, my children are all grown up and I have grandchildren now. <laughs> but so I, I miss a lot of these the, the shows that's going on there. But are we seeing the same type of stuff that I'm seeing just like on the news and just on like regular program Grey's Anatomy? Like, you know what I'm saying? I used to really get into that show, but it seems as if that was a show that was getting you emotionally involved because it's always highly emotionally charged. And so with that, I'm wondering, are they doing this? Does this show up in the children's shows as well? Oh, okay. So, you know, for my kids, that's all I can speak for, right? I was raised in a allow them to watch certain things <laughs> as, um, period. But then also, I won't allow them to watch certain things at certain times of the moon cycle, mm. of how the planets are aligned, mm. because I'm trying to keep them in uh, the highest frequency possible. Because I don't want them to go out into this world and then be in a low frequency where things are attaching to them and then you see depression or like your kids start to change and they want to say, I want to heal myself. Because right now, I will tell you, this is my, I don't know, 19th year in education, but this is my ninth year as administrator. This year, we have done more suicide checks on elementary students in, in all of my career. Oh my and when goodness. I tell you that they are drawing things that are... I mean, I can only say the word demonic, and I am just wet. This is why I had to figure out what's going on in this building, what's going on in this building, because it just, it just didn't match up. But it's wow. the music, and it's the TV. Mm. And so, you know, um, you have to monitor it. They have even, like, little cartoons that look like little monsters, but if you listen to the words of the song, it is programming your it's programming your kids. Wow. So you really have to be wow. careful, you know, of what you are allowing your kids to look at on YouTube or wherever else. Yeah. And yeah. It, and, it, and, it, and it is a part of the plan. You know, so um my door opened. It's a part <laughs> of their, it's a part of their plan. And so what they're bringing into schools now, okay? Um, that they're going to start teaching kindergartners sex education. Yes. Yes. So, 
But you know, it's not what I mean. I don't even know how to pass, but you know, kindergartners really—they they don't. What are, what are we doing? Yeah, what's really yeah, going on? Yeah, but it's things like you'll find books where, you know, it's like two partners or two male penguins taking care of a, a you know, a different age or like somebody saying, I'm not a girl, I'm not a boy. That's not, you know, I don't think that's what people thought they were talking about. Right. You know, so, so kids are really confused now. Right. And there's no joke. They are right. truly confused about what am I, how do I fit into this world? What role am I supposed to play? And the bottom line is because so many people are lost and they have no spirituality. They're either very religious or they're just here, existing on materialistic things. Right, absolutely. So I will tell you that the cartoons, the movies and all of that add to it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, my kids, you know, they'll watch stuff like, let me see. Okay, we're, you know, hey, it's my kid. Witches. Which is like, you're like, why witches? Oh, no. There's a lot of hidden secrets in those shows. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're learning how to use our magic in our Yes. Absolutely. Watch these, like, my son likes to unpack the powder. You know, we, I mean, what are some shows? There's a show called Truth. And it's a cartoon, you know, and okay. she has her wishing well and she goes and she has these magical things that come and assist and I'm like, those are the spirit guides. You know, I'm teaching my kids Yeah, yeah. Um, things. We may even watch and it's not not we're not watching it for its purpose. See, so if my kids are watching T V it's for a purpose and they know what's real, fake, what's there to change your mind. That's wow. what I teach my kids from day one. Wow. So when we watch something like let's just say Cinderella, we're looking at the messages that they're trying to send to us because I want them to know, even if your mommy's not with you, you're able to do this yourself. And you're able to empower your mind and protect yourself on what you want or to believe or not to believe mm. or whatever it is. But I want you to know they're putting all the secrets in front of our faces, but at the same time, they don't want you to know that you're powerful. Right. They don't want you to know that that mirror really works like that. Right. That you can use that mirror to put a, you know, a pretty spell on yourself. Absolutely. You know? So, you know, um, my kids are, they're something else. My wow. daughter helped me to manifest the house we're in today. You wow. know, so um, that's how we use television. And so, you know, I want my kids to always come and ask me like, mom, what's going on with this? What do you think about that? And that's the best way you can counteract all of this that's happening. You know what? That is that is phenomenal. And I got to tell you, when my children were growing up, this was before the advent of the internet, the social media boom, right? And so when social media really started becoming popular around the late 2000, the early 2000s, my children were like in high school and they were in that whole transitional age. At the time, I was so heavily involved in the church and which I'm gonna tell you something, that was my foundation and I have no regrets with that. It's, well, hold up, let me back up. Here's the regret that I had with that. 
is that I was so focused on making sure that I kept them away from Harry Potter, from learning about what I termed witchcraft at that particular point in time, that I was sitting my children in front of shows like That's So Raven, Degrassi High, and a lot of the shows, and I'm not saying that they were intentionally negative, but what I'm saying is, is that at that time, I was so heavily involved in Bible study, in discipleship, that I never stopped to take the time to see what the children's programming was looking like. And so I'm sitting back watching Netflix like, holy shit, they was introducing my kids to all of this stuff. That's why they living out loud now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my kids are watching the Egyptian things like that. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. That's so true. That, that is why, you know, they used to say, they still say, PK kids are worse. Yeah. They're <laughs> saving everybody else. Right. Absolutely. 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 And and I'm going to tell you, like, I had no idea that this was, I'm not going to, we say agenda, perhaps, potentially, it sure looks like it, but I know that those are really charged up words. And so with that, I see a pattern there. I see some connections that I can make that they've been there's been a lot of work that's been done to introduce the social the social status quo of today and so now we're in a place where our children are being socialized to accept stuff even if it feels wrong even if intuitively it goes against what we think or know within us and I think we're in a very unfortunate space because now we have these tools like social media that wasn't as big when my children were growing up, but now my grandchildren are growing up and this is what is influencing the thought process. Very. So here's what I said. These kids have the cell phone right now. They have access to everything discourse where anybody can talk to your child at the time and goes away they can send whatever they want to this person and it goes away mm-hmm. and this is real talk to you all kids in my building were sending pictures of themselves to people on discourse wow wow and i had to explain to the kids you 